Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome back to a new episode of Liquidity and Liquor. This is Yosef Martin with Scat Declary. And today we're going to be talking about marketing tips. And if we had to choose a strategy uh, for next business, what would it be? So we're going to start about talking about two. There's going to be two that we're going to discuss. One is on personal branding. And we're going to give the example for Alex Hermosi, which blew up in, I would say, in the last eight year. months or a year yeah, or so. Super quick. Yeah, we'll, we'll kind of break down a little bit uh, from what we see the strategy and how you guys can implement those tactics. And then the second one would be for business. If you have to blow your business up today on social media and go viral, what would be a good strategy to pick from someone else? And we're going to talk about Duolingo. Uh, Duolingo. Duolingo, yes. Yeah. Uh, which that would be my, my take. If I come up with a new business, I would definitely go in their route and I'll explain why. So you're familiar with Alex, right? Of course, yeah. And yeah. I, by the way, I think he's doing amazing. I, I like his content and I feel like the strategy behind the content, and he did break it down in one of his videos on YouTube, was quantity and then improve the quality later, which makes a lot of sense. And thank you for that. Because if you think of you going in and throwing in lots of content, you eventually get better and better. You understand what works because you have a, a data set to kind of like process that and say, okay, those are the winners, kind of like A-B testing. You throw quite a few and then you kind of like take the ones that win and you double down on that strategies. So, and I you, think also like, I think that also what he does very well is there's a few things as well that you have to do to get to that point. By the way, if you don't know yeah. who Alex yeah. Ramos is, check him out. He does a lot of short form content where the videos are, few minutes right it's yeah. just a couple minutes yeah. taking a topic he'll sit down with his uh, videographer yeah there, he, there, he's gonna get about 150 topics go few seconds talk about each one of them he's actually you can see on some of his early videos you can see him reading from like a list of uh, like a paper in front of him all yes. these different topics and he'll just talk about them yeah and the videographer edits it but basically um i think what he does very well and what he did very well at the beginning is that he took advantage of the fact that he didn't have to make money off people. Mm -hmm. So what I mean by that is even his first opening line in some of his YouTube videos was, hey, my name is Alex Ramosi and I have nothing to sell you. So he didn't- It was have, a hook. It was a hook, that yeah. was the hook. And, and he did the opposite, he did like a pattern interrupt from what every other business influencer does, which is try and sell yeah. you something. And I've heard him say this as well. He's like, if I can, if I can get a comment saying, oh my God, I can't believe that's free, that's a win for me yeah. because Everyone else is trying to sell stuff and I don't need the money to that. So that's my competitive advantage. Yeah, he goes he goes in a world where everyone is trying to sell you a course online yeah. and it's he's like the one Bezos, says, not I'm not. Like when Bezos said like your margin is my advantage with Amazon, mm -hmm. that's how he's doing it. So the fact that I don't have to sell something is my advantage. Now keep in mind, he built a successful business. He has a great story to tell. He has some accolades. He's made a lot of money. He's built a lot of stuff so he can tell the story. Unlike many others, he is coming with substance. He does yes. speaks out of experience, which makes it different. Most people don't go and ask, wait, it sounds good what you're saying. You put it all in perfect words. But did you really build this? I mean, who are you? And I will always go back to someone like Simon Sinek. Your business was the business of selling a business. 
which I have respect for that, but that's all your business. So how did you start selling a business proposal? It's, it, with him, it was different. I actually yeah. built something, so I have some experience and so on. So Yeah, so then then once you have that background, and that's like what kind of the, the strategy. The strategy is to to do cool shit and then to talk about it. Exactly. That's kind of the strategy to be to be liked and to be successful. It's not that complicated. Well, I guess uh, another but, thing you want to say to where you don't, pro- you don't produce something that takes too long because you're going to get too exhausted. I think yeah. one of his... Uh, tactical ones. It wasn't a strategy as much. It was more of a, in a tactical level. If you want to create a lot of content quick, you need to go and dump down the content. Don't use too many editing. Just make it easy to produce. Otherwise, you're going to get tired and throw it into the ether. And then eventually, you're going to see the ones that are coming up yeah. with the winning results. And you can double down on those. And then it's about paying attention to what works. So when you say you have this strategy where you have all these, you know, these hundred ideas and you're just going through all these ideas and you have this background so you can speak from experience, then when you start to put this stuff out there, then you start to, uh, you start monetize to Monetize and optimize. Yeah, yes. monetize yeah. and optimize, exactly. And that's what no. he does really, really well. Yeah. Now, the other ones that we have is what if you're selling insurance? One, if it's a boring business, why real estate, something. And these companies give up. So you talk to an insurance company, a lawyer, they give up on How social media. How do you promote it? This is, this is you promoting yourself. If you're trying to promote yourself, perfect way to go and learn from him. Uh, next time, maybe we can talk about the Andrew Tate strategy, but Alex Hermosi is, is a phenomenal strategy. But then about a company, how do you promote a company? And if I had to pick on a new strategy for a company, for, for BoxyCharm, I had something that worked, but what would work today? Uh, we said Duolingo. Duolingo. So Duolingo is just Duolingo. If you is, haven't checked Duolingo, go on their, yeah. go on their TikTok and, and you'll understand why they have 6 million uh, followers and they go viral almost on everything. It's a language app. It is a language app that teaches you a new language. And that's it. That's it, what that's it's supposed to be a boring business. Yeah. And what they're doing over there is creating the awareness. They're more focused on the awareness that's related to what they're doing in a way, but it's kind of like memes. Yeah. With figurines that have, well, what was that figurine? It's a big green, owl. A big, a big owl, owl. But they have different figurines that are related do, to actually. video games. So it goes into a young generation on TikTok with very specific colors that gives you, colors gives you emotions. It's kind of like a pastel colors that they have. Mm-hmm. Captures your eyes, right? Think of a, of a feed where you scroll down the feed. You, you get very much tired of this it's it's like think of uh if you if you read the book the purple cow which uh, i did not read the book but i understand the concept of the book because i was told about it that's so a, don't go that, and read the book that's a set all you're gonna need to know is if you it, it was about about um, a person that drove down uh, i think it was uh, scotland and a bunch of cows over there and what he said was all the cows look the same in marketing if all your billboards look the same that was pre-internet how can you stand out well what if i had a purple cow so yeah. out of a thousand cows that you drive and see cows uh, that are black and white, suddenly one's going to be purple, it's going to stand out. That stands out visually, right? It stimulates you because it moves in a certain way. And then they you have... You know who funny... wrote that book, right? So Seth Godin wrote that book. Okay. And Seth Godin even, he always wears funky colored glasses. Mm. So Seth Godin is like a, a, like a, a marketing, you know... Pre Gary V, yes. he was like Gary V, who what Gary V looked up to. Yeah, he was like an executive at Yahoo, and he always wears these these yellow or these purple glasses, and he has a look 
that he always shows up with this look, and that's his purple cow. Yeah, and he yeah. Had, so it's it's a, it's a it's the same thing. What they did over there, they took a figurine. Yeah. Uh, uh, that would go out there and every time that would be the f if you see that you see already the brand that is what you're gonna in your brand in your mind it's gonna be new it's gonna be authentic it's gonna be fun it's gonna be that's what but it goes viral because it has all the elements for variety content yeah they do all the, like they do all the right things so they, they focus on the right trends and the right songs and absolutely the, and they jump on the things yeah. and set, uh, so set say up. everyone does that already right you know to take the right sound you know to get all that but then what can still, because so many people are already doing that, you're still not a purple cow for that. No. You have to go. They came up with a figurine. And guess what? I'm surprised not too many companies did the same. If because you have companies, already a logo, You know why? Because companies it. are scared. Companies are scared. Because and, and, of the reputation. If you, if you go the extra mile and you do something a little bit different, even though it seems simple, like what's hard about it? You designed a mascot and you put one of your, you put one of your marketing 100%. team in a mascot and that's all it is. Yep. Any company in the world can do that. Any bank, any insurance company, any real estate brokerage can go get a mask off. There's also the, far, the fear where you say, well, they already own that. Why would they do the same? Well, I mean, do it first. Let them complain about it because yeah. now you're in the news for that. You're, now you're in the discussion regardless. Yeah. They figure out something else a little bit different. It doesn't have to be the same. Maybe you can do something in your walls. But the point is they're doing it in your office too. Yeah. And I'll tell you, when, when I look at... Um, Great companies that have great marketing. It doesn't have to be something that you haven't seen. I would say great companies didn't come necessarily just because of marketing. Some did. So if you look at, uh, at Fashion Nova, you know what? They were early on to do something at the time was great because not too many people understood how to work with influencers and just look at lots of influencers. I want everyone to wear my clothes, right? Because it's clothes. It's for men, it's for women. At first, they started with Fashion Nova jeans. Then they moved into Fashion Nova. Then it, they added Fashion Nova men and they added more and more layers. But they would just go to everywhere. But what they also did was they would go to meme accounts, just like my therapist said. And they would say, listen, uh, we're, we're not going to pay you much, but we're going to pay you for a lot of content just to have our name out there. And now we're going to give you kind of like short videos that are not really funny, but you know, it's gonna work and it's still gonna be semi-funny. And that's what they're gonna do. And that kept the awareness. And it still gave you a thing to think about. It, it gave you, up, it, it created uh, the upper funnel that there are still top of mind. You keep mm -hmm. thinking about them all the time. Over here, so Duolingo just Duolingo memes, just went memes in for TikTok. It, yeah, exactly. It was the memes for TikTok, but they said, we're going to be the meme. The whole account is going to be the meme, and it's going to touch the account, but it's going to be branded meme, and that is going to be our face. And now, one thing they also did was they didn't leave any uh, stone un uh, unturned, yeah, unturned, right? Yeah. Uh, they have a podcast that's one of the top two, two of their podcasts, and, they're, and they're, you know what their podcasts are? Their podcasts are just you learning a language. Yeah, that's it's what a it's story. Yeah. The, they have a. I just I just checked before we started recording. They have a French podcast and a Spanish podcast in the top ten education, meaning they get millions of downloads a month, and they're just a, a story that's that's just told to you in French, so you can practice your French and listen to French. That's it. Yeah, that's that's so now you know what they're relevant. not. Yeah. You know what they're not. They're not even just making sure they have a hundred percent market share of the language learning market. They're making other people want to learn languages because they exist. They build up their own market. They built yes. their own market because yeah. of this. And so now, because I can guarantee you, if if French was that popular a, a podcast topic, there would be other language companies that have podcasts, but they're not. So that I means that there's new people that are like, I love it Duolingo. It opens up their mind, and if they see conversion, Maybe they I double down think on about, it. Yes. I should think about learning French or Spanish, and yeah. then they do it, yeah. which is Whoever does their marketing, 
you need to learn from. So if that person moved to another company, just follow that person to the next company and see what their next. She's famous is. now, actually, in her really? own right. The person who started that account, mm. she's won marketing awards. Really, I can't remember her name, and but you can find them. her. You Google Duolingo Al Marketer. Mm -hmm. There's one. I mean, now there's probably a team, obviously, that supports. But I don't even know if there's that much of a team. You, you need to. You I need think to, you have to have not a team to be that creative. I think you have to be like. Boom. Yeah. Exactly. Everyone think that if you do something well, it has to be a big team. We we had. We managed 2,000 influencers. It was a team of two. Yeah. That managed 2,000. People thought we have. So you need many. somebody who's willing to do just to do whatever. And, and as a company, you have to be okay with them screwing up. Because if yeah. not, then they're not going to want exactly. to try, try stuff out. But she's won marketing awards now. Yeah. So those then, are, those, this is definitely a company you want to uh, pick their uh, concept from and, uh, and take something. You don't have to do exactly the same thing, build those mascots. You don't have to do that necessarily, but figure out the, the tactic behind this was colors, something funny and what i really liked about this is that they don't have a human face behind the business so you, that's, that's you do you not tie before. yourself yeah. into that person that got into controversy that said some wrong things or or tomorrow just left because of whatever the reason is to the competitor that i had that that uh that past where i looked at ipsy at the time where they had some people that had a contract and left. They had a lot of beauty creators and they left. And I saw the impact on the relevancy for Ipsy, my previous co competitors. Uh, it really impacted the company. And at the time I was paranoid because I had one person managing all the social for us and she was great. I mean, she still is. Her name is Gabby. And if, if you listen, you're amazing. And we just couldn't find another Gabby. It was a team of, of girls. One of them was Gabby. And she just couldn't find another one. And I said, all right, what happened in the day when she leaves? Because she opened her own makeup brand. And I said, look, one day you're going to have to leave when it picks up. You're going to have to run that business. Um, so I had to put myself on it uh, as, as a person just to keep a flow. So if someone leaves, it's not the whole crew. And then you yeah. create a new crew. Because I saw what happened to Ipsy at the time. And not to say, I mean, Ipsy still did great. But, but you could see the difference when someone leaves. There is... It, Many people live with them. They just want to keep following them and not the company. So eventually, if they're not in the company, you have lost all those people. And you don't want that. So if you have that mascot, that's where you can continue it forever because it can be anybody. You'll lose that. the creativity, but you can find new creativity. But if you lose the actual face... The face is important. Yeah, yeah, people very. don't realize until they realize. All right. Okay, that's it for today. If you enjoyed, please subscribe on YouTube. If you enjoyed this podcast, you can download and listen to it wherever you get your podcasts or on liquidityandliquor.com.